0: hello world hey world hello world welcome to hello world the future is female hey everyone welcome back to another episode of the hello world the future is female podcast i'm so excited about today's episode because i'm talking to someone named amanda kossoff and if you guys don't know her she is actually around my age which is weird for me because i haven't really interviewed somebody who's around like in high school yet so I think that's a really cool interview and I think a lot of people can relate to this but she has also started an organization called pop for a cause which we'll definitely get more into she's an entrepreneur a dancer an athlete and obviously a student so I'm so excited for today's conversation yeah thank you so much Amanda for coming on here
1: thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to be here
0: Yeah, so I guess, like I mentioned, I really wanted to get into kind of why you started Pop for a Cause. That's actually how I first uh, kind of found you on the Internet. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just really interested in how you first kind of came up with this idea.
1: Sure. So first, I can give a little introduction to Pop for a Cause. So the idea for Pop for a Cause dates back to early spring of 2020. And while watching a movie with my sister, I couldn't help but notice the artificial yellow nature of her microwavable popcorn. So I was determined to create an alternative. So I gathered ingredients, I taste tested, took pictures, and developed a website based on homemade air popped popcorn flavors. So I launched launched this nonprofit in May of 2020, which donates 100% of profits towards rotating charitable causes and Pop for a Cause's official slogan is giving back one kernel at a time. And what made me wanna start Pop for a Cause and continues to inspire me every day are all of the organizations that are doing good and operating around our country right now. And through volunteering, I could see this issue firsthand that um, many organizations are at risk of shutting down due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So I am really excited to be Supporting all these amazing organizations through Pop for a Cause.
0: Yeah, that's really amazing. Do you like pick the specific charities that your 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 profits go towards, or it's just kind of like the same ones every time? Like, how does that work?
1: Yeah, definitely. So our causes do usually rotate every one to two months, and almost yeah, all of the causes that I I personally choose they I really support their mission. I usually talk to like the executives of the organization, just to learn more about what they're doing and um, where this money will benefit. And actually all of the causes that Pop for a Cause supports, they all promote equitable education. So um, last month's cause was the National Girls Collaborative Project, which is an organization committed to informing and encouraging girls to pursue careers in STEM. So all of these causes are really amazing and I'm really excited to be supporting.
0: I know you are a dancer student and obviously interested in helping out in your community. Do you ever feel like overwhelmed or um, are there really a lot of expectations being a sophomore in high school?
1: Absolutely. Um, I absolutely feel that almost every day. Um, (laughs) But I have actually found that If I tweak how I'm thinking of it, it's actually a positive thing, believe it or not. Mainly because a majority of these expectations, I call it from like internal factors rather than external. And I'll explain what I mean. So by internal factors, I mean more like self motivation and wanting to do things for myself. And by external factors, I mean maybe my parents want me to do it or maybe it will look good for college applications, or maybe I'm comparing myself to others. And don't get me wrong, I've had my fair share of external factors when it comes to high expectations. Um, But I think the high expectations I hold of myself are actually a very powerful tool if used properly. And I think self-motivation is crucial to success, especially when you're creating your own organization or business or passion project. If you begin working on something that you don't really like doing, or you don't feel like doing, or it's only because someone else wants you to do it, you're never going to go as far as if you were personally motivated and personally excited about what can come out of that initiative. And this self-motivation will fuel you to go much further and set you on a very better path in the future than if you rely on external factors, which are very unsustainable. So circling back to your question, yes, I do feel like I have expectations to excel at everything, school, business, volunteering, dance, fitness, art, but I've tweaked my view to focus more on internal factors like self-motivation than other unsustainable external factors, which has been very powerful for me and can take anyone a very long way.
0: I think we all have these expectations placed on us and also that we place on ourselves, but I think it's really an amazing point that you provided just like you have to think about it in a positive way like at the end of the day these ex- expectations are because I am like providing this outcome of like, I do work hard I am successful most of the time and you know I'm, I'm good at these things I'm proud of myself so it's almost like a compliment in a way so I just thought that was really a great point that you made what's the biggest thing that you've learned whether this year or in high school in general, or what's your advice you have um, to high school students or really anybody?
1: Sure, so I have two big things for this question. The first thing is I realized the hard way actually that um, throughout high school and actually throughout life, who you surround with, who you surround yourself with really matters. So middle school was pretty tough for me if I'm being honest mainly because of who I surrounded myself with at that time. I realized that the people around you can have such an impact on your life. I really can't stress that enough. And everyone is changed by who you surround yourself with. So if you're surrounded by negativity, toxic friendships, fake friendships or jealousy, that can take a huge toll on your mental health, productivity. And um, I really realized that big effect. And luckily, I caught it. And I'm now surrounded by incredible people, incredible friends who support me in my journey and are happy for my successes. And that has inspired and motivated me to better myself and my community. So I would say always remember that. And if you're listening right now, I recommend thinking hard about who you are surrounded by and how they are affecting you. And my second thing, um, second really important thing is... Not everything needs to be shared with everyone or posted with everyone, especially in the beginning stages. And I'll explain what I mean. Sure, it is helpful to have feedback at times, but it can be distracting and counterproductive, especially in the beginning. And if you're really excited about a new project, when you're developing it, I would keep it to yourself. I'm not sure where Pop for a Cause would be today if I immediately told everyone I knew about it, what I was doing in the early stages, or I told everyone about my failures or bumps in the road. Um, I would just, I waited until it was ready to be launched. And also right now I'm working on some other initiatives that are not ready to be shared with everyone yet. And that's okay, because I know if I work hard, once I launch them, they'll be great and I'll be really proud of it. So hopefully those two points make sense and give some valuable advice.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think I can definitely relate to your second point as well as your first. My mom would always tell me, you are who you hang out with. And I think that was definitely, that definitely stands true, especially in high school. I think things get a little bit more competitive, you know, as you're going to college, your career, entering the real world quotation marks. But um, yeah, I think it's really important to surround yourself with people who are always supporting you instead of tearing you down. Because at the end of the day, like, what is that going to do for you? But also, like, don't mistake in that for constructive criticism. I think constructive criticism is really important. But there's a point where it's like, yeah, you have to you have to give credit to yourself, like you're doing all these amazing things. And at the end of the day, what really matters is this you're proud of yourself and you have, you know, that one supportive fan or your mom or your friend or your dad, or whatever, who's really encouraging you. So I definitely thought that was something that really resonated with me. And then I think a little bit on your second point, I was really interested in the fact that you said you don't necessarily have to tell everybody everything at the very start. I think I remember our first um, our first meeting, I was telling you about this. It's called Talk Tweeting now. It's launched, but... Oh. And, And I was telling you a little bit about it and you seem so supportive, right? But it's like, I feel like if you tell other people who might know you a little bit more, they might not be as supportive, whether that, I don't know if that's jealousy or like they don't really see the vision yet, but I feel like you and I'm sure so many other people around the world really care just to listen. And I think that's an important value that we all can work on. And I think you're definitely... Ahead of the game on that, you're a really great listener. So, what's one thing you learned? I know you launched Pop for a Cause in pandemic. So, what's one thing you lot you learned in the pandemic that has really impacted your life?
1: Yeah. So, I definitely have learned a lot of things, but something that is still related to Pop for a Cause, but a little more on a life scale, is to live in the moment. And that sounds a little cliche, but It's really true. By focusing on the past or the future, it can become uncomfortable. And as this pandemic has shown everyone worldwide, the future is unpredictable. And the moment you're experiencing right now is all that you can control. And this has made an impact on my life by really focusing on the now and tackling one thing at a time. And that's really helped me find peace and relieve a lot of stress and another thing is i've also become more grateful for each moment that i have whether that be with my grandparents who i can't see right now or my friends or my teachers or my classmates i think the pandemic has really shifted my thinking this way to live in the moment and focus on the present
0: literally everything happened in the span of like one year and that's just so crazy to think about so i was just wondering like What's the biggest thing, I guess, or the biggest change that's happened to you in quarantine that you, you'd want to share?
1: There have been a lot of changes. I think a big change is all this time that I've been able to spend with my family. So I know, um, like the pandemic, it's been sweet and sour, but um, I really got to reconnect with my family. I also had a lot more time to focus on things other than school. I remember... Last year, I was running to school, running home, quickly doing my homework, scribbling things down, running to dance, like so tired, running back, going to bed and starting it all over. But quarantine, I was like, oh wow, like I have hours upon hours. So um, what am I really gonna do about this? And I think that was a huge change um, from before. Um, And I think I, I I was really happy actually to have this extra time and to be able to focus on things that I've always wanted to do that I had in the back of my mind for a while that I finally just had all this time to do. So I think I think that was a big change. Um, and it was a positive change because I was able to launch Pop for a Cause.
0: What are some of your future plans for Pop for a Cause or any other initiatives?
1: For Pop for a Cause, An ambassador program is currently in the works to get students involved in the processes of Pop for a Cause and help their communities and causes they care about. I'm also getting ready to lead Pop for a Cause popcorn making workshops for individuals with special needs, which is going to be tons of fun. And I'm working in different ways to extend the reach of Pop for a Cause, um, which are all in the works right now. And also, New flavors are constantly coming out as I develop them, like a secret flavor that only Hello World the future's female <laughs> listeners will know about, and it's called Avalanche. So, okay. sh- oh my god, top <laughs> um, secret, guys. <laughs> exactly. So these are a few future plans that I'm very very excited about, as you can tell.
0: Wow, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm gonna have to order some. <laughs> yes, be great so where like what's the website again? Just so anyone. If- they want to check it out can
1: yeah that would be great if everyone wants to check it out it's just pop for just pop for a cause yeah that's- that would-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so definitely I would re- definitely recommend donating their website is so cool I'm actually gonna after this interview I will Look in there and order my popcorn to come for me. But I think
1: I think I can send you some yeah, yeah. I'm like
0: you like ad guys. This is an advertisement. Definitely go get it. Uh, totally yeah. not paid. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor, I'm just so famous, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> well, I guess going back to pop for cause again and the difference you're continuously making in your community, how can others just like, where can they start if they want to make a difference? I know you found this opportunity in the pandemic, but obviously, I think, obviously, we're kind of still in the pandemic. But like, I feel like life is moving continuously now. And people are starting to come up with more innovative ways to go about things, whether that's via internet or in person, all these things. So yeah, where can they start? And yeah, how'd you kind of start with this?
1: Yeah, the, the world is definitely picking back up again. Um, sure, it surely is. Um, I would say broadly, there are unlimited ways and outlets for people to make a difference in their community, no matter how old or young you are, your experience or lack of it. All I recommend is that you follow your passion. And as I mentioned earlier, find something you truly care about and then dive in. If you mm-hmm. enjoy what you're doing, to make a positive impact, it really won't feel like work. It can even be a way of relaxation or self-care from the stress of school or tests. So now more specifically, a great starting point, if you're someone without a clear passion, you're like, Amanda, I, I don't have a passion. You don't know where to start. So I would just simply Google volunteering near me. And that can make a huge difference and lead to new possibilities. I think that seeking out opportunities for yourself is a very important skill. And opportunities may not just present themselves to you. You might have to do some research and you might have to dig them out yourself. So start by Googling. Also, be creative. Volunteering at an organization you care about is a great route to make a difference in a more structured way. But... If this doesn't sound appealing to you, there are endless possibilities you can explore. Maybe mentoring a young student or coaching a team or fundraising, anything you can do to build a community is in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to start small and make sure to set reasonable goals and take it one step at a time. When I was just starting out in my kitchen, I had absolutely no prediction that I would be donating thousands of dollars to different charitable causes, be on the news, speak at panels, or anything else. I just wanted to do what I could and make a positive change. So I would say just believe yourself believe in yourself and go for it.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with just dive in like don't make these pros and cons of starting just kind of just start and if it fails you get up and you try again and I think that's it's a great point that you bring up of just dive right in because at the end of the day like no one really knows where what they're doing and everyone's kind of like just going with the flow and take advice from others which is really important listen to podcasts like these um but yeah so that's a really great point So what's been the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome in pursuing, you know, this new initiative, future initiatives, even a high school. Cause I know you're, we're both taking AP bio. So that's definitely a rigorous course. And obviously art, I think you mentioned and dance.
1: Yeah. a, A big obstacle for me and I'm sure everyone else in the entire world is time. So being a high school student, entrepreneur, hip hop dancer, teacher oh,
0: wow. okay. um, and more
1: okay. <laughs> can be a lot. It could be a lot of times. And there are so many ideas that I have that I might not always be able to get to just because there are so many hours in the day. And to add to that, I feel as if I should always be doing more or involved in more things, more projects, setting more goals, more, more, more. And sometimes that just isn't feasible. And going back to the time aspect, um, you did not tell me to say this, but I strongly <laughs> recommend that all listeners go back and listen to Bella's books, Make Time by <laughs> Dean and John Zaratsky. I listened to it, and it helped me so much to overcome this obstacle of time. And it's kind of ironic that I'm on Hello World, the is Female, right now and saying this, but that episode was really awesome. And it made me rethink this obstacle as more of a map, and thinking of days as a dynamic plan, as you said, and it really helped me manage my time better, like the infinity pools, I I just loved the episode, you should really check it out, so thank you so much for that episode, it was great.
0: Oh my gosh, I can't believe you listened to it, I'm so flattered, wow, yeah, I was literally gonna, like, when you're done, I was like, oh my gosh, you should read Make Time, it's a great book, but I was like, okay, she's ahead, (laughs) yeah, I actually, fun fact, I downloaded their app, Make Time, which is really great if it's about like basically you put your highlights like you know how they talked about like you have a highlight every day they just have an app for that so you don't need to get these sticky notes just like go on your phone in the morning and just write down your highlight and then it'll put it put it into your calendar so that's a great tip and then also if you go to their website i think it's maketimebook.com or something they have a lot more like printed like prints that you can do i printed out their habit tracker which is just like a calendar and then you can just track like how many days you do a certain habit. So definitely check out that. Kind of went off on a tangent a little bit, but <laughs>
1: No, that was really helpful. I wrote all them down. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I'm really glad that you listened to the episode. Um, yeah, Make Time was a really great book. I really like that one. But time management has definitely been a struggle. So I'm like literally my Google agenda, I'm like micromanaging my entire day. Like I'm only off by like seven hours, but it's okay. <laughs> so the last question i want to ask which is something i ask everyone and i think it's the most valuable question but i think it's something that definitely is really telling to the person is how are you going to change the world now or even in the near future
1: this is a great question a very important question actually um i really love that you ask this in every episode i'm going to change the world by continuing to pop popcorn build community, and make a difference. I hope I'm changing the world by inspiring others to creatively support their community. And outside of Pop for a Cause, I try to spread as much kindness and love as I can.
0: And I think a lot of the answers I've heard before are, which are really, really great too, are like, you know, helping, and it's so amazing because I think it's, it's a simple question, but it can be taken in so many different directions. And I feel like a lot of them I've definitely heard changing the world of one person at a time. Or I've heard um, whether that's developing a product, launching something. But I never really heard, you know, just putting out kindness or putting out love, but like not expecting anything in return, almost, you know. And I feel like, of course, like everyone... It doesn't really necessarily expect to get something back if they want to change the world. But I think you clearly kind of put that out as in like, I was talking to um, my my lower school counselor um, a few weeks ago. And, you know, if you ask a kindergartner, what do you want to be when they grow up? Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Their answer isn't going to be, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some kids might say, I want to be kind. I want to be a loving person. I want to be someone who gives back but but all the kids that I've known have said, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer, artist, these careers, right? But I think it's it's really important. And I think it's a great point that you bring up, especially, you know, you're you're so young in high school that you just want to be kind. You just want to, you know, give back without any expectations. And I feel like that's really hard sometimes because in high school, it's really hard to find people who are like. I'm not doing this for college. I'm not doing this to win student government. I'm doing it because I know I can make a change and I know I can make a difference. So that's it for today's episode. Remember to stay positive, stay inspired, and change the world. Bye, everyone.